Sunday, everybody, and welcome to the most socially distant podcast in all of the interweb, Made Man, where today I did not watch a Mad Men episode, but yesterday I watched Season 7, Episode 9, New Business, and then things happened circumstances and reasons and I never got a chance to record. I started recording and I have no idea where I left off. So I'm starting fresh, starting new, starting for you. It is crazy times, I tell you. Crazy times for those of you who are listening in the distant future. Um, I hope things are better. Today is uh, Sunday, March 15th, 2020 and we are like smack dab in the middle of this coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, I work in a school. My wife works at a school, different schools. She's Her school's closed for two weeks. My school is going all online. Uh, so we're home for the time being. Uh, and um, just went to the grocery store. There's no toilet paper, uh, but there is plenty of food. So that was fun. And uh, yeah, let's, let's not dwell on that. Let's talk about Mad Men after we hear from today's sponsor. Oh, what a wonderful sponsor it is. This episode um, starts a place where I never thought I'd see uh, Don Draper inside the Francis household. Seemed like he's just making himself at home. It looks like he came home with um, with Gene and Bobby. Maybe he had them for the weekend and he was watching them still waiting for um, Betty and Henry to get home. I don't know, they were at some fundraiser or something. So he just hung out with them and made milkshakes, uh, which was nice to see. And we see a little Betty and Don kind of um, interaction, which it's almost like healthy to see them now. Even though, well, remember, they did have their uh, little, um, I don't know what to call it, uh, six. Um, was that last season? I don't know. But, oh, Bobby looks a little older. I think it's the first time we're seeing him. Gene, which I actually realized Gene is a twin, meaning there are two actors playing Gene. Um, but he's there making milkshakes for him, and uh, Betty lets him know, hey, um, I'm going for my master's. He's like, for what? Psychology. I know you don't, you don't think this way, but people actually like talking to me. Um, and it was, it was nice for a second. Then Henry came in, and he's like, oh, hey, Don. He's like, oh, I should get going. And um, he... Uh, as he's leaving, well, Bobby's like, you should make a milkshake for, for Henry. He's like, oh, he can have some of yours. And then as he's leaving, Henry's like, oh, I'm going to make my own milkshake. And it's, I just keep, I never saw the movie There Will Be Blood, but it's like, I'm going to take your milkshake. Um, but that's almost like, hey, dad, why don't you share with our stepdad? And the stepdad's like, I'm going to do it myself in my house with my family. Don says, I got to go. He looks back over his shoulder and realizes you know, there's the family. He's got his kids with him sometimes. He loves his kids, but there's the actual family. That's what he gave up. Remember that, Don. That's what you messed up, screwed up, and gave up. He comes home to his wonderful apartment, and he's alone. I don't want to say he's alone in an empty apartment because it's not quite empty yet, uh, but um, there's still a lot going on in this episode. He gets a phone call from uh, Megan. And she's off in L.A. 
I guess she's coming to town because she needs to move all her crap out. And um, she needs money. Don's like, you've already went through your money? And she's getting mad at him. You know, don't make me beg for you for it. And she's gonna he's going to give her $500 to help with the moving expenses, um, which is, uh, I don't know. Megan doesn't deserve anything as far as the divorce, but she did bother me in this episode. I'm not going to lie. We'll get there later. We'll get there later. Maybe I'm just a, a terrible man. I don't know. But um, the episode cuts over to uh, Sterling Cooper, and we see, again, the mustachioed Roger Sterling with that just big, giant Sam Elliott mustache. He's in the office, uh, and his secretary and the other another of the secretaries comes in. So he's got two now. Uh, it's one of the African-American girls. I don't remember her name. I don't remember his secretary's names. I, I don't, I'm, again, you know, I'm bad with names. Um, but they come in, and it's actually, I like the way his secretary, who obviously has been with him for a long time, just yells at him and gives it to him. And she's like, I can't do this by myself. And he gives it right back to her. And they're just like, they have this, this kind of relationship, which I just enjoy. It's like this coworker, um, boss, uh, but still like just this level of, comfort between the two of them uh and he's like she's like it's too much for two people and then she dials the number she's reading a phone number while the other girl's dialing the phone number and roger's like oh yeah i can clearly see this is a two-person job um they had to they had to they had a meeting with someone that they had to reschedule or turn into golf or because no he had to call someone to schedule golf i don't remember exactly it has to do with um the guy drinks too much in the afternoon so they call him early in the morning so they can actually get through to him. Uh, Don Draper comes into um, his office, sees his secretary, and Harry comes... Oh, no, Harry's talking to his secretary. And Harry's, again, putting on the... Uh, what do we say? The creepy Harry being a creep thing. Um, he is... He's like, why don't you ever go out to L.A.? And you can see he's kind of putting on the... the um, I'm a giant uh, dickhead. Oh, excuse my language. Um, I'm a giant a-hole. Um... <laughs> Um, and hey, I'm I'm very important, you know. That's Harry, and you see some of that coming later. Ooh, and I hope Harry gets his gets his comeuppance. He comes into the office to um, let him know that um, uh, Megan reached out to him. He's like, I'm not married to her anymore. He goes, I just want to let you know. He goes, Well, I'm not married to her anymore. Well, she doesn't want you to know. He goes, And yet you keep telling me. All right, she just wants to meet about having a new agent or again helping him get a new a new agent. We cut over to Don. Um, he's at a new restaurant, but he's um, it seems he's tracked down the waitress from the other west restaurant. Uh, the the woman that hmm, how do I say this? Um, they had um, alleyway sex. Yeah, that one. Um, something about her really rings true with Don Draper. And he um, he got a phone call while he was talking to Harry from some guy with a big, long Greek last name. And he he's like, oh, yes, yes, thank you. And the next thing we know, we see him in this restaurant. Um, turns out that he was going to the other, the, back to the diner. She wasn't there anymore. And um, he asked that guy, the guy who runs the diner, this Greek guy, to give him a call if she ever, he knows where she is. And now he knows where she is at this new restaurant tracks him down and she she doesn't it's like she's intrigued by him but doesn't um want to be intrigued by him but he gives her his phone number he's like you call me if you ever want to get together 
Um, back over in Sterling Cooper, we see um, Peggy bringing in Stan and Ed. Hear this? Yes, I remember his name. I watched this yesterday, but I remember his name is Ed. And he had one of the funniest lines in this episode. Um, you know, you just see these guys show up. I do like when these guys just kind of show up. And there's no long preamble or explanation. They're just there because that's how work is sometimes. It's just new people coming and going. Um, and this guy, Ed, is there. And they are um, they are talking about meeting with a photographer, this like fancy fashion photographer, I think, this artsy-fartsy photographer who goes by the name Pima, I want to say. That's like her professional name. And Peggy, I think, seems a little more into it than Stan. Stan isn't really crazy about it because he's the art director. He should be the one doing these things. Um, but for some reason, it's her. I don't know. It's, it's Stan was more frustrated with it than Peggy was. I know that. Um, cut back over, and I guess it's really late at night now. And the waitress um, is calling Donald Draper, calling him up. And um, he's like, hey, you wanted me to call after my shift? Uh, he's like, you should come over. She goes, well, why don't you come over to my place? And next thing we see is Draper in a suit, all dressed up. He's out of his pajamas in a suit. You think he's going to um, leave to go to her place, but opens the door and she's there. He's like, do you always dress up to see you? Do you always dress up this way? Um, she, he dressed up nice to see her, gets, grabs her coat, Um he sees a lot of jackets in there. It's like, she's coming to get these things. Don't worry. Uh, you know, she's, we are divorced. Uh, and you can see she's a little tipsy, a little drinky, and a little horny. Because she, he's like, you want me to give you a drink? I already have a drink. You want to get you some water? No, instead I want to kiss you and make sweet, sweet Don Draper love to you. And that's what she did. Um, but there's something about this woman um, that you start to see she's not comfortable with any of this. She is not comfortable. She wasn't comfortable in the first place with Don, even though she really wanted him. She didn't like him. She didn't like him tracking him down. She didn't like him giving him the phone number. She didn't like the fact that she called him. She probably doesn't like the fact that she's over there. She doesn't like the fact that she had sex with him. And she definitely doesn't like the fact that he's um, he's trying to spoon her. She's not comfortable with that. Um, you just see there's... But then she, she does go up against him. It's just a weird... Uh, thing where you just see there's something going on and the next morning we kind of see it she Don wakes up and she he sees her just standing outside of uh, Bobby's bedroom he's like oh we I have him every other weekend are you okay and she says no and she goes and sits down on her um the bed and she says I I, I had a daughter and he's like oh she goes yes had a daughter oh um yeah she lost a daughter um did they say she had the flu? I think that was, which, again, in this time right now, with all this crazy illness going on, I hear someone died of the flu. I, even in the 60s, I'm like, oh, or the 70s, whatever year it is now. Um, I'm like, oh, oh, geez. I don't want to hear that. Um, but Don comforts her, and she's like, aren't you going to be late for work? And he's, she doesn't, he doesn't care. Don does whatever Don wants. Um, we cut over to the, it's some wine, some alcohol. I don't remember exactly what it was. And they're at this photo shoot, and Peggy's there and stands there, and they meet these, this Pima, this, this um, fancy flash, fashion artsy photographer. And it's Mimi Rogers, a very famous actress. Um, and Peggy is excited to meet her, and Stan is very nonplussed, which I think might be the first time I've ever used 
nonplussed uh, in a sentence, which I think I did it right. I'm not entirely sure. Um, he's just like, oh, yeah, nice, nice to meet you. Like he's not t- terribly impressed, and um, I think that seemed to throw Peggy off a little bit, but not Mimi Rogers. She didn't really care. Um, cut back to the office, and Don gets in there late. You know what is he getting in at like eleven thirty? And uh, um, finds Roger in it, hiding in his office. Uh, basically, like he's he's hiding in there. Don comes in and talks to him, and um, Don gets a message messenger from his lawyer, and they start talking about. Well, first Don was telling him that he is doing a. Um, I mean, Roger told him that he's doing a golf meeting. I think this is when he told them that he's got a golf meeting with Pete with a client. And um, Roger's been drinking, and he's hiding from his, his secretaries, and he sees that Don gets something to do with his divorce. And Roger kind of gets upset. He's like, oh, is she, you know, um, you, you, you know, fight for it. Don't, don't just give in. And he's like, Don. Don's like, uh, you know, I'm not you. It's not the same as she's not Jane. He goes, oh, she didn't. She didn't say you. You stole her loot, your her youth, and took her from her childbearing years. And um, he he was very much like uh, angry about it. And he goes, like, she knew what she was in for. He goes, she's she's a consumer. That's what he called uh, Megan. But I think he was really talking about Jane. Um, over in the office, Mimi Rogers comes in and talks with um, Stan a little bit, just about photography and how she would like. To, um, he, they have a dark room. He's like, yeah, it's very nice having one. And you could, see, you, I could tell. I thought I could tell, and I think I was right right away that she was kind of coming on to him um, about being wanting to get him in this dark room and see his photos. Um, and we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. I because I watched this yesterday. I do have um, Netflix on mute next to me, and I'm kind of scrubbing through the episode, remembering as we um, as things go. Megan is in town. Megan is at a hotel, and she's meeting her sister there. Uh, and then everyone is speaking French, uh, French dressing, French fries, um, French kiss. <laughs> that is very offensive, I'm sure, but I don't care. Um, the sister is very, I don't know. She's very, I don't know if it's a traditional thing, if it's a French-Canadian thing. She's very judgmental on this, and she throws blame at Megan. She wants to hang out with Megan. Megan's like, I'm not here on vacation. I got work to do. I got things I got to do. This is a work trip. I know you don't respect that or understand that. A little bit of argument there. Um, and then uh, we see what I'd like to call the most awkward moment of the episode. Uh, the the Don Draper elevator. You know, there's always, always something awkward happening in that elevator. Um, Don is in there with his uh, waitress, Girlfriend, waitress, uh, affair, Diana, her name, I believe. I'm going to uh, I'm going to stick with that. And as they're going down or going up, I don't know. I'm going down, I'm going to say. I don't remember. Uh, I would think going up because it looked like the other people were coming home. It's Doctor and Mrs. Doctor. Remember Mrs. Doctor? Remember? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, and it's very awkward. He, The, the doctor... Is like um, talking about her. Um, uh, the doctor is talking about her, like the, the woman. Like she's not even there. It's like, geez, don't you take the whole uh, take the whole diner home with you? Take the whole restaurant home? Because she's dressed like a waitress. 
he kind of was he was a little um, dicky to him and Don's like huh you going to do surgery right now you know making a comment about him being drunk Dr. Wife was like hello hello very awkward and uh, when they left <laughs> Diana's like how many women in this hotel in this in this building have you slept with how many married women something she says something like that and Don's like it's not like that but it's exactly like that Mr. Draper it is 100% like that um, and we cut over to Stan Stan the man who apparently um, we see some of his personal life now I feel like we've seen this before like he's had a girlfriend I think but this was this is like the first time we actually spent some quality time with him and he's looking at his work. He basically wants to show this Pima something. Uh, he wants her to be impressed and he's talking to his, his girlfriend who's this um, nurse and he's base and she's like, well, you know what? Why don't we give her something to be impressed by? And she starts stripping. He's going to take pictures of her to show and uh, they didn't stay with it though. They only left it to our imagination um, cut back to oh, well, obviously they went out for dinner because we're back in the it, it was going up the elevator because Roger and not Roger Don and the um, the waitress are um, back in their um, back in the hotel room and they have dinner and uh, but they don't want to eat dinner. She's not in the mood. She's not actually hungry. She just wants sex and she gets it, but. What do we find out? The next day, they wake up and, uh, oh, Megan's here. She's in the building. She's coming. She's going to be there in a little bit. We got to get out of here. Uh, kissy, kissy, kissy. This won't, this won't be long. I'm sorry. This is going to be the end of it. And um, he rushes out of work. Uh, he must have overslept because that's what he does. He shows up at work, and he sees Pete in full golf gear with his clubs. They're like, we have to go. He's like, oh, I'll just rent. He goes, you can't rent. He goes, then I'll buy some on the way. Um, and now we are back in the, uh, Draper household and <sighs> this is where, this is where I get annoyed. I really dislike Megan's mother. She's very judgmental. Um, but it's see, um, Megan, it's Megan, Megan's mom and Megan's sister all hanging out in her apartment as she's packing up all her stuff. Uh, Megan's mother comes in and is like, are these records yours? And Megan says, you know, I've taken everything I want. She took her clothes, she took other things. She doesn't care that much about all these other things. And she, um, she is like, you know, she just wants to get the hell out of there and get done. Don, uh, the mother is like, um, all upset about, um, about wines, the wine stain on the ground. Remember Don had that woman with the wine stain. They just seem upset about everything. Uh, and the sisters, that's talking about um, her failures. And, um, like, they're just, um, they're kind of very judgmental to uh, Megan, who has her own stuff going on. I mean, she's like, re she realizes now that she has to go do, um, um, she has to go do her meeting with Harry. So she gives money to the sister and be like, you know, I, um, you need to take care of the movers. And the mother's like, I can't believe you take your own money. And it's the money that Don gave her. And the sister's like, don't judge her because of her failure. And, and then she gets, everyone gets mad at each other. Megan gets mad at the sister, the sister, Megan gets mad at her mother. Um, again, I would be mad at them too. Cause Megan's an angel. And these two women, I do not like at all. 
Um, sister storms off. And the mother's like, you just go. I'll take care of everything. And let's say she does take care of everything. And more. And more. Cut over to Don and um, Pete. And they're in the car together. And Don, it's funny. Don looks like Don. And Pete is just aging rapidly. Now, maybe it's the outfit he's wearing also. It just reminds me of seeing my uncles and grandfather in golf suits and golf golf out shirts but um plus the hair and they're just arguing about or talking about um divorcing and you think you're going to get it right and pete and not not much goes on in, in there um but we cut back to the draper household and the mother's been left behind with the movers and they friggin she had them take everything there is nothing left the furniture is wiped and because she does this she doesn't have enough money because this guy's like, this is more, this is going to cost more. So she calls over to Roger, and they're like, Roger, you have a phone call from Marie. He's like, Marie who? And then he realizes, he goes, oh, oh, put it through, and hang up the phone. She's like, I need money. I need you to come. Excuse me. I need you to come over here right now with $200. Um, and so I'm just going to keep going in order. We cut over to the, um, back, to, um, back to the Sterling Cooper, and in the dark room, Stan is in there developing the pictures of his um, of his girlfriend, and Mimi Rogers Pima comes in, and she's like impressed by it, um, and but she's also there to seduce him, and all of a sudden she gets up to him, they start kissing, and they do it in the dark room, they get it on in the dark room. I wonder if that was ever a song. Should be. I'm gonna write that. Cut back to the Draper household and. Um, Roger come in and he's like, what the hell is going on here? He couldn't believe that everything was gone. And um, she's, I think she said, I think the mother said Don agreed to this because, again, that mother is kind of terrible. Um, but Roger is infatuated with her. So much so that guess what? They start doing it right in that empty house. They probably went in Don's bed and did it. Yikes. Think about that. The bed that Don and his wife have shared. Now it's the wife's mother and Roger. But if that's not going to creep you out, the next scene is Harry and Megan at dinner. Uh, and Megan, like, she must have a hair extensions or something because she, all of a sudden she has this t big, giant hair, head of hair. Um, and they're off at dinner and um, or lunch or whatever it is. And Harry is like, you know... Um, I'm glad you reached out. All these things you you should be the you should be the star. I don't know why you aren't a star. I don't know why you're not you know you don't have the top of the line stuff. Uh, and she's like, you should do this work. And he's like, listen. And I thought Harry, part of me hoped that Harry was just going to say, you know what? Let me be your agent. He's going to somehow find a way to leave Sterling Cooper and start his own like talent agency. That would be. Like the ideal thing where you think of someone as a, as a, not a terrible, terrible, terrible person. Maybe someone who just found his niche and went with it. But instead, he tells Megan that um, I have a room upstairs and we could talk about this further. And puts his hand on, um, on Harry's, or puts his hand on Megan's hand. Now, she uh, regrets it. Like, she says, no, oh, not regrets it. She says, I'm not interested. I'm um, sorry, Harry, I'm not interested. And then Harry has the line, which is the top of the line, creep line of the century. And he's like, Megan, maybe you're in this position 
because of how you're reacting to this. Like, maybe if you put out with me and put out with the other people who have made advances of you, you'd probably be doing better in your career, which to me is like grounds for Dawn kicking the shit out of Harry. Even though they're they're ex and and they're they're divorced, I want Harry to get the crap beat out of him. Um, Megan comes home and she's uh, she's just pissed. You know, she she's like a piss already, upset. She comes into the empty house. She's like, "What the f is going on here?" Sees Roger. What are you doing here? Roger's putting his vest on, and then he, he sees the mother come out of the bedroom, putting like buttoning up her dress. She's like, are you kidding me in my own house? And Dawn's like, I mean, Roger goes, it was her idea. She came on to me. Like, Roger holds almost no responsibility to it. They're arguing. Um, it was it, it was kind of, you know, it was also, it was kind of funny. Um, the mother runs off. Megan runs off. And, and Roger's like, huh, okay. Well, he's just going to go back to work and do his thing. Um, it was, I don't know, it was, it was like, it was a pretty funny moment in the episode. Um, Don's back at work now. As you see, he's got a he's got a full set of clubs. He must have bought his clubs. And uh, Harry shows up, and um, he starts getting out ahead of things because again, Harry, you know that email I got a long time ago telling me how much of a, a much of a monster, how much of an a hole, much of a jerk Harry is. Um, I I could see it before, but this is the one. This is the episode. He goes up to Don and he's like. You know, Megan, she's, I don't think she's well. She's saying all these crazy things. I just want you to know she's saying crazy things. They're just not true. He's basically getting to Don before Megan get to, get to Don, even if Megan doesn't even tell Don, which she, she, as far as this episode is concerned, she doesn't. Um, but that's what Harry's doing because Harry is a cretin. Uh, cut over to Peggy's office, and she's going through all the photographs that they took. Maybe Rogers comes in, and they're kind of talking about which photos they're going to choose. And Peggy kind of asserts herself like you know well luckily it's i'm in charge so I, i'll decide and, but she they they're um you know still kind of valuing mimi rogers's opinion and then uh mimi pima whatever you want to call her does the same thing that she did to stan she puts her hand on on she grabs her face says i'd love to take photos of you touches her face and then grabs her hand and peggy's like oh no no i'm not no thank you peggy didn't so you realize this woman is just throwing her feminine wiles around, doing um, whatever it is she wants to um, get her way or get exactly what she wants. Uh, and Peggy didn't 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 fall for it. Uh, we cut over to um, the uh, lawyer office, and Megan is pissed at Don. She, you know, they're they're there for a meeting for the divorce, and. She's like, you ruined my life. Now, at the early beginning of this episode, this was the moment where I got angry. This was the moment where I'm like, you know, she, something about, I thought she said, like, you ruined my life. You, you took so much from me. And I was like, you know, you got that, you, you, you moved up in the ranks of the business. Probably because of Don, but also you were very good at it. You were able to leave that job and become a starving actress thanks to your husband supporting you. Now, no, look, I'm not saying he was good, but he was supporting you. You were able to do get um, cast. You were able to get uh, work and actually be successful. Move out to California, stay married. He supported that. Now, he was a terrible husband. 
He ended up being terrible. He started off pretty good, but he ended up being another a terrible husband again. But, like, I'm trying to figure out what part he ruined. Now, obviously, your husband, being a cheating, you know, um, empty vessel, um, is a lot and can, and can ruin part of your life. But then also you have to remember, and I just thought of this now, she just left seeing her mother having an affair with Roger Sterling, her old boss, and her ex-husband, her ex-husband's boss. So she's still kind of fueled up and pissed off about this. Um, and Don's like, I don't care anymore. He's like, he's so done with her, he writes her a check right then and there for a million dollars. She's like, is this real? He's like, it's real. I just want this to be over. I just want you to be happy. I want this to be over with. And um, she takes the money. Now, I don't know. Are we ever going to see her again? I'm not going to lie. If this is the end of the, of the Megan storyline, I'm fine with it. She mo- or we see her, we see like something, what, what becomes of her? She, come, she becomes a famous actress or something. Um, but there's, only, there's not much more you can do between Don and Megan. As far as I'm concerned, there isn't. Um, cut back to the office, and my favorite line of the whole movie, Ed says, you know, tell me the truth. Do you think I should grow out my hair? Just random, out of the blue, like completely unimportant to anything. It, was, it made me laugh out loud. It was my favorite uh, moment. Um, Peggy, and then Stan comes in, and they're talking about the, uh, the work, and Stan is all excited because... He basically brags that Pima and him um, got it on. And Peggy's like, oh, I don't think... No, first Stan said something. And Peggy's like, oh, I don't think she's uh, be interested in you. He goes, oh, I beg to differ. And she goes, oh, she did the same thing to me. And then Stan felt less special because he realized that she's just throwing her feminine wiles around um, as far as um, doing um, doing sex, I guess you could say. We do see Megan one more time with her sister, and her sister is just blaming Megan for everything, blaming coming to America, New York, and everything for the mother. And Megan's like, I don't want to hear about it anymore. She was very unhappy for a very long time, and uh, it's not my fault. And and she throws her sister under the bus, throws her under the bus, and is like, "Um, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Uh, We do see Stan one more time with his girlfriend, and she's like, what did she think of the photos? And she's like, oh, she loved them. And they made the girlfriend feel good and made Stan kind of... It looked like Stan had this guilty look on his face uh, because, oh yeah, he slept with her. Um, you know? Um, we cut over to Don Draper in going to visit his girlfriend in her place. And it's a, it's basically a one-room place. Um, he She's drinking. He comes in to visit. He wants to see her. He gets her a guidebook. It's like, so you can finally check out all New York. She's done with him, I think. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. Um, it's just what it seemed like. She's like, I, I don't want anything. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want you. I, I think she just kind of threw it all away. Um, and then she tells the truth. She goes, I left my daughter. He goes, I, I understand. She goes, no, no. I had a daughter that died. And then I have another daughter. And I left them. She left them. So that's why you could see this incredible guilt that she has. That she just feels like she doesn't deserve anything. And look, I don't know about, you know, how to deal with it or anything, how to react to that. But um, I'm not one to say, um, I'm not one to disagree with her. I, I'm, I, if you left your kid, that's, as someone who doesn't have a kid, um, we don't, my wife and I don't have kids. The, the fact that if you could have a kid and then leave them, oof, 
crushing, crushing. I, I, I couldn't see that. Um, in the last moment, she, he leaves the apartment. I think they're over with. And the last moment of, um, of the episode is he goes into his, his own apartment, walks in, and looks around. He's like, what the hell? And there he is standing in an empty apartment. The metaphor, oh, now he's truly in an empty apartment. Don Draper, he's alone. He's empty. He doesn't even have that good apartment anymore. He was talking about selling it earlier in the episode, but now it's nothing. It's empty. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the ending of Season 7, Episode 9, New Business. The title, New Business. We know um, we're used to that, like when they have their uh, partners meeting. Anybody have any new business? Anybody have any new business? They talk about new business uh, all the time. And in this episode, the new business is almost like... uh, his new, he's sticking his, well, that's not a good term. He's putting his, well, that's not right either. He is, well, he's putting his attention uh, on this new woman, uh, and that's his new business. Um, I think that's really kind of what I got out of it, uh, the new business of um, of this woman. Uh, the new business of, well, there is some, some new business, you know, going on in the office with Mimi Rogers and that that client, uh, the golf tournament, that client. Um, but there's no, there wasn't a ton of inter office stuff. And I love pitches. I love pitches and I love seeing how they, they put together a, um, like a, a project. Um, yeah, there wasn't any Joan in this episode. There wasn't, uh, there was a little Pete just talking about marriage, talking about golf. Um, and, yeah, I think that was really it. Uh, so Roger, again, having an affair with Megan's mother. Megan knows now. And I thought Megan would bring back... I thought the episode was going to end with Roger... Don looks in his office and everything's back. But it's not. Megan cleaned him out. And took a million dollars from him. So, I don't know. Don gets everything... Don, Don gets most of everything he deserves. Like every, I shouldn't say he gets everything, but everything he does get, he deserves just about most of it. And yet you still find yourself on his side. It's crazy. Um, it's funny. I just watched the uh, Kirby Enthusiasm with John Hamm on it the other night. And it's so it's so different. It's so funny. Um, like you see this like happy, smiling guy. And in this, you could his eyes just look always in pain, always empty, always like, like you know, unsure. Um, that's Don Draper. And we are closer. Closer to the end than ever. And while we self-quarantine and while we uh, keep our social distance from everybody, I hope everybody stays safe out there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for contacting and emailing. If you sent an email and I never got it or I never talked about it on the the, uh, podcast, uh, we did switch our our website from Blogger to Google over to uh, a WordPress site. And in doing so, I forgot to set up my catch-all email address so that when you email maidman at fans.experts.com, it actually would come to my email address. So if you did email out there and, you, and I never got it, I apologize. Uh, but I did get an email last week all the way from Chile. I used to say Chile, but I, when you, I hear it now, Chile, that's the much cooler way to say it. And uh, that's, I think, also the correct way to say it. And... Um, I'd like to read it right now. She actually says, sorry for the grammar errors. English isn't my first language. Kind regards, Carla from Chile. Let's start. Hello, Carla. She writes, hi, hoping 
hoping that everything's all right. I wanted to let you know that I just discovered your podcast uh, a little while ago. A few time ago, I was looking for something that made me enjoy Mad Men without watching it because I've watched it three times. That's awesome. So you've watched Mad Men three times. If you want to relive it without having to watch it again, and you chose me, now I feel this sense of like um, uh, responsibility. And um, hope you keep listening. <laughs> uh, the last time I binged it was just uh, about a month ago, last December. So nice to hear you and your analysis and how you evolve knowing all the names. <laughs> hey, I just remembered Ed's name today. But remember there was the other guy uh, who Peggy went on a, double, a date with his brother-in-law. I already forgot his name. Uh, connecting all the dots that I haven't, th- I haven't thought about. Looking for the explanation in the episode names. I have forgot to do that sometimes, but I did do it today. And everything you talk about. Now I'm on the sixth season. I hope to reach you and listen to your series finale. Appreciation. Keep going. A lot of smiley faces. Love it. Again, she says, sorry uh, for the grammar errors. English isn't my first language. Look, Kali, English is my first language, and I can barely write. Uh, All the way from Chile. How awesome is that? That's so cool, thinking that someone's out there listening. Like, you know... You, I, I know that obviously I see downloads every week. People are listening to this. But connecting with them and actually realizing there's someone on the other end who is actually listening to my voice right now is shocking. And uh, I want to thank uh, Carla. I want to thank everybody who listens. But most importantly, I want to thank me for doing this. And I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, and the big thing was last week we crossed the 20,000 download mark. Which, for this crazy amount of episodes we have, one for, you know, we're, we're over 80 episodes. Um, look, for this little podcast, I think that's amazing. The fact that there are 20,000 downloads, and I'm sure 80 of them are me, um, at least. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, th- awesome. Thank you. We are um, continuing this journey, and I also want to make another announcement. So, this podcast, this Mad Men Watch this podcast uh, is almost over, right? And originally, I was going to have finished the episode, finished the final episode, kind of have a goodbye episode, and that was it. The feed would stay there. It would always be there forever for people to catch up on. And um, it would just kind of have a start and an end. Made man. But I don't want to do that anymore. I've talked about um, doing other shows. And originally that would be starting up a new podcast, new podcast, new feed, um, new, you got to go subscribe. And, uh, also you have to want to look for that show because if you don't, you know, listen to what, want to talk about, want to hear me talk about, uh, the next show, then you're not going to look for it. You're not going to subscribe. But what I've decided is once all is said and done. We're going to rebrand this podcast. We're going to rebrand the title. If you're subscribed to it, you could stay subscribed. I would like that very much. And then we're going to watch another show. And we're going to keep going. Now, the, the, we're going to probably brand it something generic so that it just it's me and TV, Mike and TV, something like that. Um, and Mike watches shows, you know, some, some silly name like that. Um, and then the first seven seasons are Mad Men. And then from there, I have an idea. I have an idea for the next show. Um, and uh, I'm, let's put it this way. 
the title of that show is going to be Dead Man. That's what's next. But it's a long time away. I don't want to think about it right now. I still have plenty of Mad Men left. And um, I hope you're with me for the whole time because um, let's get ready to change my voice. Because uh, I want to thank you. (laughs) I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for subscribing. I want to thank Carla from Chile for contacting and emailing me. And you can email me at maidman at fans.experts.com or you can tweet me at maidmanpod. And I want you to stay safe in this crazy time. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for following. And thank you so much for coming along with me on this journey. As I strive to become a made man. Fans not experts.